Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to the Grace for a Journey podcast. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, of course, welcome on in. Glad to have you. We're in Matthew 28. Let me catch you up as to what's happened in the scriptures at this point. Now, just immediate, just prior to this, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He died. He was dead. They verified he was dead. They took him down and they laid him in a tomb. Now, the tomb belonged to a guy named Joseph of Arimathea. Joseph of Arimathea was a religious guy, very popular in the area, very well-known, and very wealthy. And so they borrowed his tomb, and they laid him in the tomb. Now, the Romans were suspicious that maybe the disciples would try to steal him, steal the body. And the Jews were as well. So Rome, along with the Jewish temple, sent a guard to guard the tomb. They rolled a two-ton stone in front of the tomb. They put a seal on it, a Roman seal, which meant if you violate that seal, then you die and your family dies. They set a Roman guard out there. We're not sure how many. It could have been from 10 to 50. We're not sure, right? And they put a Jewish guard there too, more than likely. Now, the scripture doesn't tell us that the Jewish guard was there, but more than likely they did because that would have been in the Jewish temple best interest to be there to make sure no shenanigans happened with the body of Jesus. So that's the picture. He's dead. He's buried. But something amazing happens, and it picks up in verse uh, chapter 28 and verse 1. Now, after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. Now, this is another, the second time earthquakes have happened uh, regarding Jesus and what was taking place with him. One happened when he died on the cross, and this is happening Ah, and let's see what ha- why this is happening. I think you already know. But here it is. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. Now his appearance was like lightning in his clothes, white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. Now, another gospel says they actually left their post. When we get to the other gospels, we'll talk about that. But Matthew tells us they became like dead men. They fell out. They they were inanimate. They couldn't move. They were paralyzed with fear. Now, these were Roman, trained Roman legionnaires. They had seen battle. They had fought. They had seen men die. They had taken men's, you know, the life of men. They've done that. But they're so scared. They're so frightened. They become like dead men. Now, look what happens in verse 5. But the angel said to the women, Now do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. Well, he is not here, for he has risen. As he said, come and see the place where he lay. Unbelievable. The angel says, I know you're looking for Jesus. I get that. But guess what? He did what he said he was going to do. He died on the cross, and on the third day, the temple, his temple, right? Because we are now the temple of the Holy Spirit. Jesus talking about his body has been resurrected, built back up in three days. An amazing thing. Then he goes on and says, he says, now, now go quickly and tell his disciples that he's risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. And there you will, you will get to see him. And see, I have told you what is going to happen. So then it goes on and the Bible says this. So they departed very quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy. Now it is possible to have fear, awestruck fear and unbridled joy. See, when you come to the presence of God, when the Spirit of God really descends and inhabits where you are and begins to do a profound work in your life, two things begin to happen. You become an unbelievable awe of the living God. You begin to recognize that He's God and we're not, that He's more real than the chair you sit on or the car you drive. And that begins to shake you a little bit because you understand, maybe for the first time, 
that there is something bigger than you, someone bigger bigger than you, to whom you are accountable. And it begins to strike fear in your life. But at the same time, as the Spirit moves in your life, great joy comes. (laughs) Because you realize, man, I've been forgiven. I get to go to heaven when this is all over. And I get the presence of the Holy Spirit to walk with me from this day forward. So they are witnessing the resurrection. Something that is phenomenal. And they're like fearful because this isn't normal. People just didn't jump out of the ground 2,000 years ago. I know we see a couple of resurrections, right, in the New Testament. And we think, well, something in the dirt, right? People just jumping out of the ground. No. It's always been a miracle. It's always been amazing. It's always been something that struck fear in people. But also great joy because their Savior, their Lord, their King, their Master is no longer dead. So they have fear and great joy. So they ran to tell his disciples, and behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. Now, how would you respond to that if Jesus, resurrected from the grave, just sort of shows up and says, Greetings. Well, I would be shocked, I can tell you that. And they came up and took took hold of his feet, and they worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. Have you met the resurrected Christ? Have you, have you seen him through the eyes of faith? Has the Spirit of God done a work in your life that has caused this unbelievable fear and awe toward God, but unbelievable joy because you've been forgiven of your sins? Has that happened in your life? If not, pray with me right now. Just pray, Father, it's me. Thank you for letting me pray. Jesus, I believe with every cell of my body you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe without hesitation, reservation, or evasion, that you resurrected from the grave on the third day. I believe this story in Matthew is true. You came out of the grave. I'm turning from my sin now, Lord. I'm repenting of my sin. And I'm asking you to be my Lord and Savior. Holy Spirit, fill me and control me from this day forward. Now, if you prayed that or something like that, guess what? You've been born again and you're going to have grace every day of your life for the rest of your journey on this planet. Amen and amen. And we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.